Hey, Jeff, on today's show, we're going to talk about how to not let a $5 coffee mug tear your family apart. Interesting, Jamie. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. We've got a great show this week. We're going to talk about beneficiaries and who gets what. And We've got a full deck here today, myself, and we also have Jamie Mall. Jamie is one of our advisors. Hello, Jamie. Hi, Jeff. Hello, hello. And we also have our remote host, as always, Mr. Tony Shore. Good afternoon, Tony. Well, great to be here, and I love it that we have a special guest. Uh, Jamie Malm's back on the show. Uh, Jeff, you always bring in the A-listers. I love it. And I've had a great week, Jeff and Jamie. I know you've both been busy, so uh, this is going to be great. Uh, What are we talking about today, Jamie? Well, we're going to talk about beneficiaries, like Jeff said. And I think when we say the term beneficiary, sometimes we lose track of the fact that these are our loved ones. This is our family. These are our kids and our grandkids. And ultimately, we want to make sure they're taken care of. We want to decide what is left to them, how things get left to them. We want to ensure they're ultimately taken care of. And unfortunately, rarely does this go as planned. You know, people have good intentions, but nobody really wants to talk about this, right? So it gets pushed aside. Maybe at best, you initially fill some forms out. out. Uh, At worst, you don't fill anything out at all. More often than not, what happens is somewhere in between. Some are filled out, some are not, some were updated, and ultimately that just results in hurt feelings and mistakes can happen. So we want to talk a little bit today to make sure that those of you that are joining us, you've got this taken care of and you don't let this happen to you. And really, Jeff, I think you'd agree with me on this. This isn't just for the wealthy, right? This is for everybody. Yeah, it is important. It doesn't matter whether you have a lot or a little is making sure that it, whatever you have doesn't create a mess for your family and it goes to where you want those things to go. Sure. I think that's very important. Yeah, it's not just the it's not just the assets that we think of, but we talked about that $5 coffee mug. It can be the things that mm. have sentimental value, you know, True. grandma's wedding ring or dad's favorite mug, an old car sitting in the garage. You know, obviously we think first about the items that have monetary value, but there's lots of little things that, you know, we've got to make sure if those are important to you or they'll be important to your loved ones, your beneficiaries, that you know how those are going to get in their hands. Yeah, very, very true. And you're in Kansas. Land is a big thing there where, you know, you have a some people are on the farm and not on the farm and one one kid stays behind to work the farm and. Are they going to get that because they work the farm and that can create some 
some issues within the family. So we want to. This is such a common thing that happens here. Personally, I can speak from experience and I know everybody says this. You know, that would never happen in my family. We're all so close. Oh, yeah. This would never happen. I would still say the same. And I've lived through it. You know, my grandparents had five kids. They had five sections of land. And so each child upon their passing got a section of land. Problem is, my dad is the one that had stayed for years and years. And that's what his livelihood was running the ranch, running the farm. His sisters had gone out and made their own lives. So that's a tough spot. You can see my grandparents, you know, were trying to do right. And yet it caused some real issues after their death. They really needed a financial advisor to say, here are some alternative options. And unfortunately, they just didn't have that. So really common thing that happens, you know, here in Kansas or anywhere, you know, where, where land and family issues can come into play there. Yeah, it's the same way with my family, my grandfather who's 101 and still alive, still going strong, has a farm and he has four children and he's leaving a hundred acres each of the 400 acres he owns to one of each of the children. Well, my dad has lived on the farm his whole life and their house is built right across the lane and him and his younger brother have really done more there. So it is a similar situation. Well, yeah, who gets the land? Well, that's the fields, but what about the land the house sits on? That's a few acres. Right. So um, it's a mess, and and, <laughs> and they need <laughs> to get it clarified, and they've <laughs> been working on it, but you have to have a trusted financial services professional who works with estate planning attorneys to get that all sorted out. So what is step one? Uh, what, what can we do about this? Well, I think if we look at step one, we want to make sure the basics are covered. So first things first, we want to make sure that your beneficiaries are completed on everything. And when I say everything, I mean, take into consideration what happens to your house and your boat and your car. Do you have a cabin? You know, what happens if you and your spouse are in an accident together? You know, one maybe passes away right away and the other lives another couple of days. These are tough, tough things to think about. But we don't want to stick our head in the sand. We don't want to say, hey, that's you know a really hard thing to think about. We want to ensure that everything that can have a beneficiary named on it has a beneficiary named on it, that they are up to date and you're positive that you know who's listed and that's what you still intend to happen. Yeah, as you know, Jamie, we see this all the time where people either don't have beneficiaries, they never got around to setting one up, or they have their ex-spouse listed as the beneficiary, they haven't updated it since they had their second or third kid or grandkids, so it is very easy. There's a lot of moving parts with that. You have primary beneficiaries, contingent beneficiaries, you have what's called per stirpes and per capita that impact who gets what if someone passes before this person. So do you know what all of that means and how does that tie in if you have blended families, if you have children or grandchildren with special needs, how is that all going to be playing out uh, if you pass? Have there been changes like births, deaths, divorces, marriages, adoptions even? So we want to make sure that everything that you have, as Jamie talked about, is has been updated and is going where you want those things to go. Again, the goal being to reduce the time that it's going to take to pass assets to who you want, avoid the publicity of probate, avoid the costs involved in having attorneys sort all this stuff out. We don't want any of that to happen. 
Yeah, absolutely. That was a lot of info. So I would imagine some of you are listening or thinking, I don't even know all what he went through right there. That's the point. If you aren't 100% positive how all these things are going to interact with each other, per stirpes and per capita, something that happens all the time, they don't even know which they have. And you can accidentally disinherit you know, whole branches of your family tree if you don't know exactly how yours are structured or how that's set up. So it's definitely something that we want to start at the basics and make sure those are all completed correctly. Yeah. And what's part of that? What's the next step then? What's step number two? Well, beneficiaries are the foundation. Secondly, we want to make sure that you have a will. A a will would be the next step to make your wishes known. Um, and, and a trust is typically something that we talk about when we discuss a will. And they're not the same thing. Um, we can talk a little more about that. And then any kind of power of attorney uh, that you want to have in place, which could be a healthcare power of attorney, a financial power of attorney. But we need to have those next foundational items in place to make sure somebody can act on our behalf or we have some kind of document or shell like a trust to carry out our wishes once we have passed. That's a good point that beneficiaries on any accounts, whether it's an investment account, your retirement plan, IRAs, life insurance, beneficiaries, if they're set up properly and it's clear, those circumvent, they step around the probate process and they go from point A to point B. You've got to navigate you know, the institution's process of getting the money to the beneficiary, but we're avoiding probate with a properly named beneficiary where a trust can add value to your family is a will gives direction to the probate court. Here's what we would like to have happen, but it still has to go through the probate process. Whereas you have things like a house or a cabin or a car that are specifically named in the trust, those again, like a beneficiary designation will step around that probate process and go directly to um, the beneficiary. So that can save a lot of time and effort and frustration along the way. Another nice thing with a trust, if you have a number of beneficiaries and it's not a straightforward situation, you want 5% to this person and 15% to this charity and so forth, you can change those things over time a lot easier with a trust versus having to go back through all of your accounts and update beneficiaries. Yeah. A trust really allows you to stipulate how you want something distributed. You know, you could get very specific with ages and you know, what age should they get this? How much should they get? How long in between they get something? Um, and another common misconception that I think people have where a will and a trust and beneficiary forms are, are all kind of intertwined here is a will doesn't override your beneficiary forms. So a lot of people make the mistake of thinking, well, I don't need to, you know, make sure that I have all those forms up to date because I have this will that will make my wishes known. Nope. That's not exactly how that works. So it can get a little confusing for most. And we want to make sure that we're not ignoring one piece of this thinking that another piece is going to step in and take care of it. Yeah, that's huge. And obviously, uh, a lot of people think a trust, that's for the uber wealth, the super wealth, right? But uh, really, a, a trust can be for anybody. And I think that's an important thing to note as well. So uh, what's step number three then? I think step number three is to make sure someone you know and trust knows how to find 
all of these important documents that you're passing. And I would encourage people to take it even a step further. You can have a, a centralized location for this, but I would take it a step further. And we encourage our folks to record a video for their loved ones. Let them know why you're making the decisions that you are. What message do you want to really leave for your family that you won't be able to say later? Um, you know, if there is an instance where they're like, gosh, I don't know why, you know, my sister got that and I didn't, it can be those little sentimental things that you think have no monetary value that can cause the hurt feelings. A quick video just saying, here's why we left this for you. We knew this was important to you. That can ease and address so much of the emotional aspect of this. We really want to help our clients make sure they have that emotional side taken care of in the same location that they would find all the important documents. It's also an opportunity to, to share things with your family, like the true identity of Santa. <laughs> things like that that are important that they get passed down from generation to generation. But no, it is very important to have all the, these things organized and you might put all sorts of hours into your, your state plan and making sure your beneficiaries are updated. But that crucial step of communicating not only the facts, but as Jamie, you mentioned, the heart of the, the situation, the heart of the matter of why you've done things the way that you've done and any life stories, lessons, things that you want to share. So that is something that um, we really try to work with our clients on is, is building that legacy of love to pass on to their family. Yep. And I think uh, an important tool for this would be the generational vault, the legacy video that we can help our clients record. It really takes care of all of this. Generational vault stores all of your documents, your will, your trust, your power of attorney, your medical directives, your legacy video message that's from you, that's at your loved one's fingertips. They will know exactly where to go to get that. If they need to pull up a power of attorney document or a medical directive and they're at the hospital, you've prepared them. They you know, click on their cell phone and they can get on it rather than this mess that we sometimes see of trying to you know, go through all these files in, in different drawers and how do I find all these things? And, oh gosh, I know they had the life insurance policy somewhere, but I can't find it. That can really be a nightmare for beneficiaries to, to sift through. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I think that's really important. And obviously all of these points are well-made. It's so important to have those beneficiary designations correct, have a will in place, a trust, but be working with a financial services professional, uh, Jeff, someone like yourself, who's going to be able to look at all this and help coordinate it. So, or Jamie, or Jamie, or Jamie as well. <laughs> Don't forget about me. I won't forget about you. <laughs> I won't forget about you, Jamie. I I couldn't. I've tried a couple of times, but it just didn't, <laughs> didn't happen for me. Despite your best uh, efforts, my best efforts. Well, <laughs> this has been a great discussion today. But uh, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of either one of you. Yeah, you can give our office a call at 651-842-8406, or you can visit us online at financialpaladin.com or send us an email at info at financialpaladin.com. And today we talked about estate planning and beneficiaries and the importance of that. 
we're not attorneys, but what we do for our clients is help to pull together a comprehensive plan that touches on a lot of different things that we talk about on the show to make sure that you and your family have peace of mind, you have an organized plan, and you have confidence walking through all the things that uh, that occur in retirement. So we appreciate the opportunity to meet with you. Give us a call again, 651-842-8406. Schedule a time to come in for a complimentary second opinion on your retirement plan, and we look forward to meeting with you. Well, Jamie and Jeff, it's always so great to talk to both of you. I always learn something, and this was a very informative show. But listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our hosts, Jamie Malm and Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.